0: Traditional owners, researchers and policy makers discussed the urgent need to improve indigenous water access and control. Prime Minister Antony Albanese confirms the Quad leaders' meeting will not go ahead next week in Sydney. And an investigation into a fire in New Zealand which killed at least six people is expected to begin. Additional owners are meeting researchers and policy makers in Canberra to discuss the urgent need to improve Indigenous peoples' access and control of, over water in Australia. It follows an announcement by the federal government last month that new funding would be put forward to address disparity in water ownership. Professor Peter Yu is a Yauru man from Broome with over 40 years' experience in Indigenous development. He says steps are being made in the right direction, but there's still work to be done to ensure lasting change. We need to consolidate the relationship with the government in terms of their current intent to make sure that there is the actual impact coming out of what uh, those commitments are uh, will be. Um, so there's a, there's a still a, bit, a fair bit of water to go under the bridge in terms of negos- negotiating Uh, what that policy framework might look like. Um, So I think this is a really good start. Police have evicted First Nations protesters occupying land designated for development at a former Aboriginal reserve near Brisbane. Temporary homes were bulldozed at the Debing Creek site in the early morning sparking scaffolds between protesters and security guards. Developer Evie Jennings bought the land seven years ago with plans to build a multi-million dollar housing development and ordered the operation to remove protesters. The developer says it has all the necessary approvals to do so, including the support of some traditional owners. But protesters claim the land is a massacre site and should be preserved. One of the protesters, Jody Williams, says they were not shown any documents to prove the legality of the eviction when police moved in, when police moved into into the area. We were given no legal documents, and we were told that they were here on behalf of Av Jennings. So I till this I still haven't seen any form of legal documents to have us removed. The South Australian government will lead an inquiry into the authenticity of Aboriginal art following allegations non-Indigenous arts arts workers have interfered with works by Indigenous artists. In April, the Australian newspaper published allegations that non-Indigenous workers from APY Art Centre Collective had painted on works by Indigenous artists. The collective has strenuously denied the accusations, saying they are false and defamatory the Federal and Northern Territory governments who also work on the review. South Australian Premier Peter Malinoskas says the terms of reference have yet to be worked out, but there will be a defined scope to the inquiry. Specifically looking at the provenance uh, of Aboriginal art, uh, particularly uh, in South Australia and the Northern Territory, to ensure that its integrity is um, true uh, when it goes into the marketplace or into various galleries. Is not intended to be a comprehensive system-wide review of Aboriginal art per se, but specifically looking at the integrity of it uh, in light of the allegations that have been made. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has confirmed the Quad leaders' meeting will not go ahead in Sydney next week. It comes after President Biden cancelled his upcoming visits to Papua New Guinea and Australia due to the ongoing debt ceiling negotiations in Washington. The leaders of Australia, the US, Japan and India were scheduled to meet in Sydney on May 24 for the Quad meeting with Mr Biden also due to address federal parliament the day before. Mr Albanese says he's looking forward to seeing the president soon. We though will be having that discussion between Quad leaders in Japan. I thank Prime Minister Kishida for his invitation for me to attend. Uh, The G7. 7 and it is appropriate that we talk, Uh, the Quad is an important body and we want to make sure that it occurs at leadership level and we'll be having that discussion over the weekend. Federal Industry Minister Ed Husic says the gold-plated multinational megaphone of the gas industry won't make the federal government ease off on accelerating renewable energy investments. Mr. Husich says there is clearly a role for gas in the energy in in the energy transition, with many industries still relying on fossil fuels. He says new supply from Narrabri in New South Wales and the Bitaloo gas field southeast of Darwin will meet domestic needs while renewable energy generation gets built. I know that that's not everyone's cup of tea, but I imagine that in the interim, those those fields will meet domestic needs. We will get there, factoring in all these things, and we are determined to make sure we send the strongest possible signal to industry that we need to work together to make that happen. Fire and Emergency New Zealand fans say they'll soon secure the burnt out Lofa's lodge for police to begin their investigation into the deadly hostile fire. The 92-room Wellington Accommodation Facility caught fire in the early hours of Tuesday, prompting a frenzied evacuation. At least six people were killed in the blaze. Since the fire was doused six hours after it began, fence technical teams have been working to secure the building, spokesman Bruce Stubb tells TV New Zealand. Uh, What we were doing last night was um, ensuring that the, the scene is secure, uh, we did some uh, structural uh, work to ensure that uh, when we uh, hand over to police uh, later this morning, uh, we can support them uh, and our own fire investigation team to do the, the next stage, which is that uh, further in-depth investigation. Ukraine's Air Force says Russia's massive missile attack on Kiev overnight has likely depleted Russia's arsenal of advanced weaponry, given that many state-of-the-art Russian missiles were shot down. Ukrainian Air Force spokesman Yuri Irnath says the attack has been characterized by the use of a large number of Kinzhal aeroballistic missiles, of which he said Russia did not have many. Mr. Ignat says the missile barrage on the Ukrainian capital was symbolic as well as strategic. It is clear that the capital has always been and is such a priority target for the enemy because there are essential state objects and important infrastructure objects, and there's a certain symbolism in this. It's clear that the enemy wants to strike at the very heart of the country and thus keep the entire Ukrainian nation in tension. Therefore, today, it was possible to repulse another air attack. The peculiarity of this attack was the use of the KH-47M2 Kinzhal missiles, which were used in large numbers, and definitely all of them were shot down. Asked about Russian claims, a U.S.-made Patriot air defense system was destroyed in the attack, he declined to comment. Meanwhile, South African President Siri Ramaphosa says Russian President Vladimir Putin and Ukraine's Volodymyr Zelensky have agreed to meet a group of African leaders to discuss a potential peace plan. Details of the plan have not been released, but Ukraine's stated position for any peace deal is that all Russian troops must must withdraw from its territory. The peace plan is backed by African leaders of Senegal, Uganda, Egypt, the Republic of, of the Congo and Zambia. Mr. Ramaphosa says the success of these meetings depends on how both leaders approach the discussions. My discussions with the two leaders demonstrated that They are both ready to receive African leaders and to have a discussion on how this conflict can be brought to an end. Whether that will succeed or not is going to depend on the discussions that will be held. The Salvation Army says the cost of living crisis is pushing more Australians into extreme poverty. The charity says in the past 12 months, 93% of those seeking their services are struggling to afford the basic necessities, with many living on less than $6 a day after the cost of housing, food and health needs. More than 1,700 Australians were surveyed in the research released as the charity launches its annual fundraiser, the Red Shield Appeal. The goal this year is to raise $37 million to keep 2,000 Salvation Army services running. Major David Collinson says in 20 years with the Salvation Army, he has never seen the level of need so great. But we're seeing people, we're seeing some middle class people that are turning up at our centres who used to give us money, you know. So they, it's the first time they've had to ask for us for help, but some of them have been donors for 20, 30 years and then they're saying, this is as tough as it's been for us uh, with interest rate rises etc and now i need some help from the salvos um what can you do to help us and to sport in golf the Australian PGA is confident its tournament can coexist in Queensland alongside a live golf after the state government revealed expansion discussions with Greg Norman are underway the two million dollar the PGA Championship has been locked in for Brisbane's Royal Queensland from November 23rd to 26th. Queensland's Tourism and Sports Minister Sterling Hinchl- Hinchl- Hinchliffe says he has been talking to Norman about the inclusion of the state in the live golf tournament. PGA Australia chairman Roger Davis says live golf's larger pool of fans means that if Queensland is added to the circuit, then both tournaments will have to learn to coexist. And now, having a look at the weather around the country: Broome sunny, thirty-one; Perth sunny, twenty-six; Adelaide partly cloudy, sixteen; Melbourne partly cloudy as well, fifteen degrees; Hobart partly cloudy, thirteen. Albury-Wodonga, mostly sunny, 15. Canberra, similar conditions, 14. Wollongong, possible storm and showers, 17 degrees. Sydney, showers, 18. Newcastle, showers, 19. Brisbane, mostly sunny, 23. Townsville, partly cloudy, 27. Keynes partly cloudy as well, and a top of 29. Alice Springs, sunny day, 21 degrees. Darwin, mostly sunny, 33. And the Torres Strait Islands, cloudy day ahead and the top of 99 degrees. And that is NITV Radio News.